0: my We ready green. runs deep, you know I got my team behind. Yeah. Been looking up ever since we dish Kai back. 22 teams at the top you going to find Feeling like the number 1 pick. ready or what? Jake? I've been ready. Let's go. Sox, Producer Jake. basketball. We ready to talk about basketball, Kyle? We ready, Reed? We ready to talk about basketball? Ben ready. Let's go. Reed Reed, the basketball nerd. I want you... Usually, we have Jake prepared with the list. He probably has like a thousand things to talk about. Reed, what's the first thing you want to talk about? Because there's a lot to talk about on tonight's episode, and we only have 10 minutes to talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just briefly talk about the... uh... Sixer series just wrap that up as we move on to uh toronto uh Kyle, would you like to start out with your initial thoughts about that
2: uh yeah i'd like to apologize to all of grd pod nation um i said after hayward went down that it would be celtics and six not celtics and four i'm sorry for being a hater uh we absolutely thrashed them so this is my formal apology saying that i doubted you and i should never have doubted you celtics nation
1: I had, uh, I think, I had them five coming in, but um, turns out I was wrong. Could have been four. I had, uh, probably, should have been that in the first place. I really thought I was really more scared about the series coming in than I should have been. But uh, I really, you could really just see like Philly just is not a cohesive unit on the floor with their current roster as it is with Brett Brown. Obviously, that's a thing in the past, literally as of yesterday. So they're already looking ahead to their future. It could look very different. But that team as constructed wasn't going to get it done, maybe with Simmons as well. Um, but I think the series as a whole, like, you know, yes, it was a sweep. I don't really feel all that great still because I think games one, three, and four that we still won could have been a lot bigger, bigger of a spread between them. Like, game two is obviously that big blowout where everything seemed to go right. But uh, there's still holes within our attack, like the bench. Like, you can get away winning a series with a poor bench like that against Philly, but you definitely can't. I don't, maybe you can, but it's not likely against a team like Toronto, which their bench literally just scored 100 points last game. So that kind of scares me a little bit. Um, Jake, do you have any thoughts about the game,
0: about the series? Oh, all right. All right. You're going to pass it over to Jake without me getting a couple words in? Would you like oh, to go good. last? I do really like to go last, but I want to comment before we even go in on deeper in on this subject, because I don't even know what the subject is. But look at what I'm wearing. Look at what Kyle's wearing. And next episode, follow in our footsteps, because you guys are both boring. My
3: <laughs> bad. Just so we're talking about the, the Celtics uh, Sixers.
0: <laughs> Let's
3: go. Keep no, you won't. no, you go. I'll get. I'll get a different shirt. I'll th- I, got sh- I got a shirt there. No, better I'm, not be that booker. I got to go last. Oh. Jake, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not.
0: Jake, Why? I got to go last, yes, bro. Oh, you got yeah. it? Okay. I'm talking – right. while I'm talking and giving my opinion, because it probably doesn't even matter, you could go change.
3: But, all right. So uh, my initial take of uh, the series, I said they go five games. Uh, I thought it would be an interesting series because I thought Embiid would actually not just quit. I thought Embiid quit. I think the whole Sixers team quit in general. Al Horford just showed, like, dude, like, you literally got paid, but you're never going to win anything, like, straight up. Like, you're not winning again. Um, you should have stayed in Boston. But I, I really thought this was going to be a five-game series, and obviously the Celtics, they just took the broomsticks out. And that was that. Uh, they took the broomsticks out and didn't look back.
1: Yeah, I thought we would lose a game because I feel – we always, like, you had to count just that one Embiid game, but we were given four Embiid games, and it really just didn't matter. Like, yeah. We were still because they don't have any other attack without Simmons. Like they can't rely solely on Embiid. So like we let him get his like thirty and twelve wherever he had that series, and it really just did not matter because that supporting cast around him was just trash.
2: First ever sweep in like what twenty one series I think it was. Said,
1: yeah, the first sweep yeah. these two, which we had that Trump car which is nice.
3: So only the third one in like thirty three years or something, or second one in thirty three. Like
0: that. Uh, the first one between the Celtics Sixers, though, they said. So basically, when it comes down to that series between Philadelphia and Boston, I said it before the series started. It was over before it began. It came down to coaching. And Brett Brown, he was coaching for his life. If he made it to the second round without Simmons, maybe they might have gave him another year or two. However, that being said... Brad Stevens has had Brett Brown's number since day one. That's where Brad Stevens does not get enough credit. And Kyle, this is where me and you want to get into a fist fight. You don't think, you don't think Brad Stevens deserves it. Bro, he 4-1 the Sixers while they had Ben Simmons, and then he 4-0'd them without him. You can say whatever you want to say. We didn't have Kyrie and Hayward when we faced them with Ben either. Sixers fans will forget about that. But this series did tell me a lot about players' characteristics. I think that Tobias Harris showed that he has a lot of heart. He came back after he had his head busted open in game four when he knew that his team was getting whacked. And I think that he, he did that, and that was very smart. At least like player, people will want to buy his jersey after that. But his jersey is still going to be meaningless like when he's traded for the absolute... Mm. Trash on the end of a bench when they need to dump his huge contract so they can actually like bring players that have potential because he is not getting them over the hump. Neither is Al Horford. They gotta they gotta do something. The Sixers are like they're paddling right now up Shits Creek, and then their paddles just fucking broke right there. Cause they they're not going anywhere, they're going right back down. I do not see they have two stars. And I don't see anything good coming out of Philadelphia until they do some major moves. Sorry about taking so much airtime. You can edit that out if you want. Well, it's
2: nice having uh, Al Horford seems to still be on our roster, considering he went over to Philly for a hundred nine million dollar contract and you know absolutely did nothing. So he's just working in disguise, bro.
3: You got paid, dude. Uh, my man got left and got paid. And he's not winning. I'm sorry. It's the truth. Real quick, uh, where's your jersey? I thought you were supposed to change. Oh, all right. My bad. I kind of forgot about the jersey. Nah,
0: no. Nah, I, think I, I think I was talking a lot. And I think I had this guy very, very
3: interested in what I was talking about. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good take. I like the um, the paddling up the creek. I thought that was a pretty funny analogy. I like that one. I mean, it's very true. It's the if truth, though.
0: If you're a Philadelphia 76ers fan, you cannot even defend your team's actions right now. It's basically like, yeah, our team sucks and we know it. Our ownership sucks. And Elton Brand gave Al Horford a crazy contract that he did not deserve. Right. Like, they're talking about they're looking at like Tyron
1: Lewis, like their next like head, like who they're looking at for a head coach. That seems incredibly lateral to what they have right now with Brett Brown.
3: We'll see. We'll see. He's not a bad coach, though. I mean, I don't think this, it'll work, but I mean, he's better than Brett Brown.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. It doesn't take much. Like, <laughs> do we. Well, first of all, do we have any other thoughts about the series altogether before I make this segue? Or... No. The series
0: altogether, I'm not. I'm not gonna say much. I could act like a hard ass and say I knew it was Celtics at four. Celtics at four. I did predict it. Whatever. I thought the Sixers would give us a little bit more of a challenge, though. Right. That they like did. F- F- yeah. Three games. I just never like happened. after game after game one. Something told me I was like even more confident. You guys saw my fucking post all the whole series. I I said Celtics before every game. I, I just knew the series was over after I saw the Sixers come out in that lackluster performance game one, in my opinion. That's it. Um so you talk about like the
1: Brad Stevens has um, Brett Brown's number throughout his whole career, but you now you shift over to Toronto with literally the coach of the year, Nick Nurse. And that coaching battle becomes
0: a lot more interesting. You look like you have something to say. Wait, the coaching what? The coaching. So Brad Stevens versus Brett Brown versus Nick Nurse. they are transitioning to Toronto. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you're comparing the two, and are you? What are the? What's their head-to-head record? So if you're bringing them up, you probably know their record already. What that don't. I don't. I'm just. To. I, I'm invoking so, discussion. Producer Nick, since you haven't even changed your shirt, can you at least do something for us on this podcast and bring up Nick Nurse, head-to-head record between Brad Stevens? And while you're doing that, I'm going to let you know that it's absolutely useless because none of these games are being played north of the border in Canada because those people do not even allow United States citizens up there right now, I don't think. Do they? I don't Either way. I have no idea. We're playing in the bubble. We the Boston Celtics statistically have absolutely sucked in Toronto over the last 10 plus years whatever I'm so thankful that we're playing Toronto for the first time ever and it's not in Toronto it's in the bubble right. so we I think that we're going to take care of them just because of that if we were going to Toronto like I said earlier in one of the podcasts Jake what did I say it was going to be bar fight and I was
3: not gonna go, I was too young. And and I honestly
0: think I honestly think this series is still gonna be a bar fight in the bubble. But it's gonna be very interesting with Kyle Lowry out and Gordon Hayward not coming back either. That's it's gonna be interesting.
1: It's definitely a coaching battle for sure, I think, between Nurse and Stevens, like who's gonna outcoach the other? They're two of the best young coaches in the league. But then you also gotta point out like who's Who's the best player in the series? Like, is it Tatum? Is it Siakam? I personally think it's Tatum. I think he's proven that this series altogether. Um, but as far as like the what would come next, let's say if we were in the chance we were to pull out against Toronto and face Milwaukee, I'm not getting too far ahead, but I'm focusing on this series alone. I would feel very obviously like very strong about our chances against Milwaukee if we knock off Toronto, because I think there's a difference between the best team in the conference versus having the best player. Like you can have the best player in the series and still lose. We just saw that with Philly. Like I think people will consider be the best player in that series. It really doesn't matter. You need the best team, and right now the Raptors kind of look like almost look like the best team in the bubble altogether. So you gotta. It's gonna be that bar fight, like you were saying. Like it's gonna take a whole effort from Tame especially. You got Walker, who's starting to look more and more like himself, especially in Game Four. Uh, Brown He's looking earning for- that
0: money. He's earning that money. Exactly one of my points right there because he was not. This regular season I don't think he was playing to max player potential. He I think it he was good for sure. It just wasn't cardio kind of yet. Yep, exactly.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. He, was
1: yeah. he was an all-star
0: but crazy. I, I feel like it, I feel like his all star appearance was like easy in the east, in my opinion. But right. he won games, that's the most important thing.
1: Did he start? Wasn't that someone crazy? He started, right? Yeah. yeah, he did. Oh, that's that was the most underwhelming thing. I like I I totally forgot about that.
0: Like Kevin Walker. you know, why, you know why he started? Because of East guards. No, because <laughs> he came true. to Boston, bro. If he was like on like uh, the Knicks or something, I don't think he would have started.
3: That's actually a good point though, because uh, not I thought he went to the Knicks or whatever. But a lot of people. Like when the voting happened, a lot of people were crediting the Celtics success to Kemba Walker. And then right before the All Star break, when Kemba Walker kind of went out with those injuries and Tatum absolutely lit it up, they kind of, you know, the shifts, it's kind of shifted like the perspective. But a lot of people did credit Kemba with the Celtics success early on. Hell yeah.
0: All right. So we got, we got about uh, 10 more minutes left on this podcast. I think that we should jump right into this Toronto series. We'll go in order. I just, we're gonna to touch on all these series throughout the playoffs on the next episode. I want to give everybody's opinions on every series once they all finalize. All right. But right now, we do know the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors are gonna play each other. Let's give it. Let's get it. All Kyle, right. you want
1: to <laughs> mm-hmm. Kyle, you wanna start? Hmm. Kyle, you wanna start off? Yeah, um,
2: I think one of the big things that I had no idea about even until today was that Kyle Lowry uh, is going down with an ankle sprain. So I think he's currently listed day to day. So I don't think he's he could miss the series, but it might just be a couple games. But I think that really impacts the Raptors, because then at that point, you're looking at like you got Pascal and then your next best player is going to be like Van Vliet. And don't get me wrong, two very good young players, but. When you have Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, like those people playing defense on them, I really think the Celtics lock them up. And the Kyle Lowry injury really changes this series a lot, and I think that really helps the Celtics, and they win this series because of that.
1: What do you have them winning in? in?
2: Oh, that's a... mm. See, I had them in six before the Kyle Lowry injury, but I think I'm going to go five. I think this is going to be a good series just because of that. But I don't know. I really do think Kyle Lowry is just the real big X factor on whether or not the Raptors can go further against the Celtics.
3: So uh, before I get into my take, I do want to add real quick uh, two things. So Kyle Lowry, he's a game time decision and he's hopeful for game one. And uh, also I did look up the head to head stat and the Celtics have played with uh, Nick Nurse as a head coach. They played seven times in the last two seasons and we've only lost twice to him. So that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good little stat right there for Brad Stevens. Um, I think I know Kyle Lowry, him going down is really bad for uh, Toronto, but their bench is so deep and it's it, their bench is incredible. I mean, like you said, Reed, they scored 100 points of the night. And honestly, I think that their bench It's gonna outplay our bench, that's guaranteed. But honestly, I think the bench, I don't think it's a stretch to say that there's a game where they kind of carry the load off the stars for a little bit, kind of give them like a little, you know, rest in the series. And I think, you know, Corey, you know, you said it, it's gonna be a bar fight. This is a seven-game series. It has seven games written all over it. You know, our starters, okay, yeah, we outplay their starters, but their bench outplays our bench, and it's gonna come down to You know who plays better defense and who hits the more shots and stuff like that. I mean, I know that's basketball and like a lot of things, but this is playoff basketball, and I think defense is going to be the one thing that kind of tips it over the edge.
1: Yeah, like I'll. uh, Well, first of all, what do you have? What do you have in the series? We'll we'll end it with that, for
3: Definitely seven games. Um, I don't want to be a home. I mean, I don't know. I could see the Raptors winning straight up, but I, I, I'm going to go solid. I think Tatum takes over that Game Seven. I think he just absolutely lights it up. Um, I think that's and it, I think he puts the Celtics over the edge. So I'm going to go Celtics in seven.
1: I'm just going to like wrap up all my points I made earlier about like the coaching battle and who's best player. Like I think that's going to it didn't have as much effect as it did in the as I thought it would in the uh, Sixers series. We really just needed we were just a better team in the Philly overall. Like that's going to yeah. matter this series. It's going to be a chess match between Nurse and uh, Stevens. Uh, each of them are going to hold the other in check, and it's just going to be like a game of runs and who can recover from those who can make the right calls, right rotations. Uh, Some of that uh, Stevens has been criticized before in the past is rotations. And you've got, like, the battle between, like, uh, Temba, uh, uh, Tatum, and um, Siakam. Uh, I do think Tatum's a more established player, like, all around. Like, I think the one weak, uh, weak spot of Siakam's game is his three-point shooting and Tatum has excelled at that thus far in the bubble uh, as far as the playoffs go. Um, so I think you got, you definitely have the best player in the series, but you're playing against what I think is the best team in the conference, maybe in the league right now in the bubble. So that does worry me because they're just top to bottom, like the better team, which I hate to say, but it's just the truth. But um, that won't slow us down. I do think that the Lowry injury might affect it. To a certain degree, it's definitely not as severe as Hayward's. Like he's not going to miss extensive time. Like you said, maybe a game. I expect him to play Game One. Um, it's just a multi- multitude of factors again. Like you're not going, you don't have to go to Toronto to play. Like that's hostile for any team, not just the Celtics. Like play, you, you've seen the playoff atmosphere in Toronto. You got uh, fans outside the arena, down the street. You don't have that this year. You're in the bubble, uh, so that's out out the window. Uh, overall, I got Celtics in six. Uh, I do think that uh, that bench is going to have a game or two for Toronto where they're just going to beat up our second unit. Like I think there will be like a, a random like, Serge Ibaka game where we'll just dominates the whole thing, something crazy like that that we just can't stop, we don't have an answer for. But um, I do have us pulling away in six, and I think that it will be a strong test to see. Like, if we can beat this team right now, I think that I, – I, I really like our chances against Milwaukee. I think Mo- Toronto's the better team than Milwaukee. Milwaukee just has the, be- the best player on the planet at the time who just propels this team to the best record in the NBA. So I got Celtics and six.
0: That's it. You got Celtics and six, nothing to elaborate more on. I mean, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still not impressed with Jake's attire. So I'm not even going to continue. Or shall I? I'll talk about Boston Celtics versus Toronto Raptors. But next episode I come on, both of you guys better be dressed to impress head to toe. Ready to go. I'll say it quick. These defending champion dinosaurs cannot hang with the Boston Celtics. We don't have to go to the six. Drizzy Drake, fake love. It's Boston Celtics in four. And today is a good day for the cops to get arrested that killed Breonna Taylor. Bitch. Thank it- you.